0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
1: And welcome back, George Norrie with you, Kimberly Meredith with us. Kimberly's healing abilities have been tested by the famed Institute of Noetic Sciences, the research organization founded by the late astronaut Edgar Mitchell, as well as by many other scientific organizations. Her abilities have exceeded those of other medical mediums tested. Through her healing mediumship and code-blinking eyes, we'll tell you about that, Kimberly has helped thousands of people from around the world. In addition, she hosts the syndicated radio show, The Medical Intuitive Miracle Show. Kimberly, welcome back to the program.
0: Hi, George. Thanks for having me tonight.
1: How have you been?
0: Good. Really good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Now, when we talk about your healing abilities, tell us a little bit about that, because you're very special.
0: Thank you. Yes, um, I have these abilities uh, where I can lay hands on tumors or different types of um, substances, diseases, different types of uh, any kind of different lumps or different... uh, I've been tested where it just uh, can dissolve when we go into a higher frequency. I call it the fifth dimension and beyond. Um, you have to be willing to receive it, though. Uh, the energy healing. Um, so if and, they
1: if they doubt it, it probably won't work for them, will it?
0: Um. Well, I've had people that didn't believe, and it's. It, I've seen people still being being healed, and even animals, you know, can be healed. Um, but I do believe if you have more of a faith of believing, it will last. So, say you are having a healing, and you are, are are halfway in, it can it can work. But if say you're a hundred percent in and you believe and you go all the way in, then it will you can permanently be healed. Absolutely.
1: How old were you when you discovered this ability?
0: Um, I knew that I was different when I was probably maybe. I was blinking, I had the co- the blinking eyes when I was six months old. Yeah, explain, knew- the, ex-
1: explain that. We'll get back to your age, but explain <laughs> okay. the blinking eyes.
0: Um, well, when I was, my grandfather had a six-millimeter camera. He would follow me around when I was about six months old. I would be crawling around, and my eyes were blinking, repeatedly blinking. And um, I was made fun of as a kid for blinking eyes and having lots of lines in my hands. And I would rub my hands together and do healings on my grandma. My grandma had really bad asthma, and I didn't know that as a baby, but I was instinctively trying to heal her. I also was healing animals when I was really little that had died and brought them back to life. I also did that to a dog that had passed away when I was little too. I put my mouth on it and gave it mouth-to-mouth resuscitation and brought it back.
1: Oh my god! That
0: was at the age of seven years old.
1: Now, do you do you blink unconsciously or do you do it on purpose?
0: No, it's just natural. I tra- it's it's called trance channeling. I'm a trance channel, like Edgar Casey uh, put himself um, in a trance state. I'm just always trancing.
1: But it's when you want to. No, I mean, I'm or, always doing it. You're always blinking around. I. I th- yes. Yeah. Always. We met you at a Conscious Life Expo event, didn't we?
0: Yeah, I met you. Yeah, we were That's on a right. together. Uh-huh.
1: And, and before I knew you were blinking, I noticed you were blinking.
0: Yeah, so I'm always in a trance state. Uh, going back to when I was little, um, I was trancing when I was born. So like, I was tran- naturally trancing, communicating with spirit, with omnipresence. And then my mom didn't like it. So she was always saying, she thought it was a nervous habit of some sort. So she was saying, stop the blinking, you know, stop your blinking. So I wanted to make her happy. Uh, I loved my mom very much. So I forced myself to stop. It's almost like a stutter. You know, I thought it was, so I stopped myself from blinking, Um, you know, and, but I felt that it wasn't something that I knew inside of myself as a, a kid that I was pushing something away.
1: And what does the blinking do for you? Well,
0: <laughs> after my near-death experience, I had an NDE in 2013. I came to found, find out that's who I, I really am. I am a medium, a trance channel, and what it does for me is helps me connect uh, my purpose of the connection to the guides, to the omnipresent, to the civilizations, and helping me save lives, helping me help you others to communicate to people uh, information of finding out if you have cancer, um, finding out if you have COVID, finding oh out if God. you have all kinds of information in your body. I can do it through Skype. I can do it through. Um, I can do it through sessions. I can do it through big um, events, and then also. I have the ability, some people call it remote viewing, some people call it all kinds of different names. I also have sort of that uh, Dr. Sheely said, uh, and I do have the ability to transmute energy healing through my eyes and hands.
1: Do you ever stop blinking? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, I can try to, but I don't feel comfortable doing that. I, I like being, I, I feel better just being who I am.
1: Do you have people who don't know you ever come up to you and go, are you okay? <laughs> um,
0: uh, I don't know. Like, uh, um, maybe maybe they think I'm like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Now, tell me about this 2013 NDE. What happened to you?
0: Yeah, so I, unfortunately, I... I was really enjoying my life. I loved, I finally got this really cool job. I was on uh, this show called Getting On. It was a show with uh, Niecy Nash, Nash and Lori Metcalf, and I was a medical consultant. I was a nurse assistant, and I've always been caring and helping people from, I was a kid. I always loved serving and helping uh, people, So I was always a nurse assistant in, in the medical field and I was also working in television and uh, medical uh, consultant is someone that works on shows setting up the shots like the IVs and I worked on Grey's Anatomy and, you know, uh, all these different television hospital shows. And I finally got my own where I was actually um, the main medical consultant and I was really excited about it and i was getting off the show and getting into an suv and um the car that pulled up uh actually it was a freak accident the door uh flew open and hit me on foot
1: oh my and i God. was
0: thrown into the street yeah and i had severe severely bad injuries all over
1: you must have had and a concussion and, um, and everything else yeah jeez
0: yeah it was really really bad and um at that point I was taken to the hospital and, um, in the book, it tells you more about everything. And, um, I had an out-of-body experience. I was really, really sick and, um, very, very extensively. Um, um, yeah, really bad. Well, was, and, it,
1: um, was it the NDE that enhanced your abilities?
0: Yes. It brought everything out, uh, from the NDEs. Um, and after that, um, I was told direct, directly from Spirit that I was to stay here. And then after that, uh, clearly, it was very confusing time. It took about two years after the NDE to really figure out that this was a really strong mission that I, that I was on and that that's when the eyes started. It's, there's a chapter in the book that's called The Reappearance of the Blinking Eyes. And that's when my eyes started blinking again. And so just imagine, like, all these years, your eyes aren't blinking, and then all of a sudden your eyes start blinking again from when you were a little girl. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this is, this is going on. So I had to accept it. And um, also, I never knew what a medical intuitive was or a healer or anything like that.
1: Well, you do now, don't you?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, also, in the story that if people pick up the book, um, they'll hear how all of this unfolded in a matter of um, two years from my wheelchair. I still was not able to walk. Uh, I had a hard time holding up my neck. And, um, oh,
1: geez. That door must yeah. have hit you hard.
0: Yeah. And um, what the interesting thing is that I tell people, if, if you come in the world and you have a soul contract and you hear, you know, inside your heart that this is really your plan. I feel like, um, you're, you're really going to, um, it's really going to come to you because then people ask me, how did you know you were going to write a book? I didn't, I didn't ever knew I was going to write a book. It was sort of, you know, the next step after I became completely healed. When my eyes started blinking, my one eye would say yes, my, my left eye would say no, and then both eyes would start blinking in codes and rhythms. Mm. and then I started learning from the wheelchair as people started finding out about me. My agent, who had been my agent that would tell me about um, the shows to go on as a medical consultant, he came over my house one day, and he said, um, what are you going to do with your life? I'll never forget it. I was in my collar, and I said, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'll probably be disabled. And he put his foot up on the coffee table and he said, you know, I'm, I'm going to have surgery in a couple days. And I said, on what? And he said, my Achilles heel. It was, it was badly injured. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at him and I said, well, I've been doing healing on the back of my neck. My girlfriend was a nurse um, and she was um, taking Reiki and I didn't know anything about uh, Reiki or anything. But I also had this cold laser machine that I had gotten from my uncle. And um, I had been using that. And this is when I found out that I was also a healer. And I rubbed my hands together and I put on the back of his um, Achilles heel and I said a Hail Mary prayer. And um, a couple days later he called me up and he said his Achilles heel hadn't come out and that he was healed. And Cedar sinai had um, taken... um, uh, an ultrasound and an X ray, and it was completely healed.
1: They were in shock. And I bet
0: I was in disbelief, and I didn't understand what was going on. And he kept saying over and over again, um, "It's completely healed. It's 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 not. It didn't come back out." And that's when it first started.
1: What has been, in your opinion, the most miraculous healing you've done to date?
0: There's two, two of them that really stand out. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of different ones going on. There's one of a little girl um, uh, named Marissa, and there's one from 9 11, a man that has uh, cancer. That, that over at Keck Hospital, one of the, the oncologists couldn't remove a very large tumor that was caught in a four stage colon cancer. And that I was able to take my hands, go into the colon, and dissolve it with my bare hands.
1: Now how long, that
0: to me how,
1: how long would that pretty, take?
0: That took me two minutes to do.
1: Two minutes, that's it? Yeah. And these are verified.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. And the little and the little girl, Marissa, um, she's four years old and she was born with her intestine. Um out of place and uh, she wasn't able to go to the bathroom and function and her mother brought her to me and she was so eager to be healed. She's in the book also. These are all verified um, in the book and she came running into my office so excited to see me. They had heard about me through somebody else that had I had found prostate cancer and on my own. nobody tells me anything and then she came into the office and I had scanned her. And the guides told me, they go left eye, right eye, left eye, right eye, they they scan like that. And then I knew exactly where the guides wanted me to guide back, move the the upper and lower intestinal tract and move it back where it should be lined up. So I kind of just, my hands are kind of like, um, I don't uh, push down hard or anything. I just kind of glide it back the way they wanted it to be moved. And then after I did the hands-on surgery like that, um, they left the office. But when I was doing it, I felt she was so open and so ready. And she kept saying, I am love, I am light, I am healed. And she was so happy. And then I wrote out a little plan of um, vitamins she should take and a probiotic and a nutritional supplement um, agreement for her. And then after she left and they went home, I didn't hear from them for about a month. And then they made another appointment and came in. And she said, after she left, she felt a little ill. And the next day, um, she was sick. You know, like her stomach was sick. And then after that, they went back to the doctor and she was completely um, going to bathroom normal, eating normal. And now it's been three years later, she has never had a problem. Oh, She's been completely healed by the Holy yeah, Spirit.
1: Incredible.
0: And when I say healed by the Holy Spirit, it's because I don't like to take any credit for any of the healings. Everything that, uh, everybody that is healed, I'm being used. And when I say that, is because when I'm doing the healing, my, my lips get numb, my hands get numb, and my body feels the chills going through my body as I do the healings. And when people feel the healing, they feel, they feel that also. They feel lots of chills and, you know, and, and lot, lots of gratitude.
1: Let's talk about this coded information you get with the blinking. First of all, what kind of coded information is this?
0: Um, the information I get is fast, rapid blinking and, and uh, fast messages. So, like, if I look at somebody, um, the guides are very nosy. They, they they don't like to just get one message. They want to get all the messages. So, like, they, they, want it, they want us to be in the highest dimension. They don't want us to be in the 3D world. They don't have time for it anymore. They don't want us to be in suffering, disease, worry, and fear. They want you to be in the fifth dimension and beyond. And they like me to be in that dimension. And when I do the scanning, they want to know everything about you. So, if they, they know you have cancer... They'll want to know exactly where it's at. But they want to know how you got it. So when I scan somebody, else say, okay, you have, you know, a lump in the left breast, but they want to go, why did they get that lump in that left breast? They're bored with just knowing the lump in the left breast. So they'll go to your tooth. Then they'll go to the, you know, it's the left tooth, but then it went from the sinus area. Then it went to the back of the head or the neck. And then it, they want to know why it went there. And then they'll go to the low back. And then they'll want to go... To your knee, and then they'll want to go. So they want to know every little single thing of what happened, and then they make my head turn, and then they'll move my, and then they'll move my head, and then they'll start going, duh, 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 and then they'll start counting. So sometimes people that are doing a Skype with me, will are like, "Why are you saying no?" And I'm like, "I'm not saying no. I'm just counting back when you exactly were um, and had environmental pollution, or maybe you." Then they'll try to figure out how how it happened so I'm very useful to doctors or useful to people because sometimes they'll think well I brought it on myself or maybe I did something wrong but maybe that's not the case maybe you were living in a place that had mold or maybe so something like that has figure it out
1: has medical science tested you yet
0: um I haven't I've only been tested at the ions and and um one other place, oh, Dr. Shaley, yeah, and Dr. Sheley, he was rough because he he wouldn't put his stamp on me unless he actually saw the lymph nodes and disease completely gone, so he would I would do the healing and then he would walk over and have to feel the 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 lump or the tumor completely dissolved and gone.
1: Is he a believer now?
0: Oh, yes, he wrote the forward to my book
1: <laughs> All right, he's yeah. a believer,
0: yeah, yeah, he's a believer.